On Ash Wednesday, the gospel assigned for that day tells us to go into our rooms, shut the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees you in secret will repay you. Tonight, in our first reading, we hear the account of that first Pentecost, those nine days after the ascension of Jesus into heaven. And there the apostles are, with Mary in their midst as well, in an upper room. They've shut the door out of fear for persecution or whatever. And there they're praying together for the Holy Spirit to come. The Father who sees them praying there sends the Spirit that Jesus promised to them. Just this last week, I was away for a few days in Alabama. I was attending a conference of Marian scholars from throughout the world, and together we shared conversation and scholarship about the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now, one of the highlights of this trip to Alabama was a visit to the Shrine of the Blessed Sacrament in Hansville, Alabama. If you happen to be a watcher of EWTN, sometimes on Sunday evening, they'll broadcast some sort of prayer from Our Lady of the Angels Monastery at the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament. It's the monastery that Mother Angelica founded many years ago, and it's also in that shrine church that she is entombed. And as we gathered there to visit that shrine that she built. We had the opportunity to celebrate Mass in the undercroft of the shrine, so in the crypt level. There's a lower chapel, and it's very kind of tight. It's quaint. It's a very nice little place to pray, but it almost had that feeling of the upper room, although we were in the lower room. And Together, as we gathered for the celebration of the Mass that day, we celebrated a votive Mass of Our Lady of the Cenacle, calling to mind that on that Pentecost day, the Blessed Virgin Mary was there persevering in prayer with the apostles. It was our own upper room experience, praying together in that place, and In the very back of the chapel is entombed Mother Angelica and the other nuns who have since passed. And it was a very special moment of prayer, as I'm sure that prayer in the upper room was. Thinking about the upper room, I've often wondered what it was like. We often think of a nine-day novena. There's nine days that Really, the apostles are persevering in prayer from the ascension to Pentecost, and I often wonder whether or not they maybe gathered together and prayed each evening, asking, as we just did in that sequence, come, Holy Spirit, come, repeating that refrain, because Jesus said, I must go so that the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, might come. Something I've often wondered about, did they gather with Mary and the other women in that upper room at that time of Pentecost? But going back to that idea of Ash Wednesday, for us to pray 
in our own rooms. And the Father who sees us will reward us. Well, maybe in our own rooms of our homes where it is that we pray, the Holy Spirit can be invited just as we've invited the Holy Spirit today. And as we go into that room, maybe we do so just like these apostles did in that upper room with the Blessed Virgin, and that we pray with Our Lady as we go into that room in our homes. Maybe even there's a statue of Our Lady there. Maybe we pray the rosary in that room, and we spend that time praying to God, and we do so with Our Lady. Praying the rosary, perhaps we ask her to help us to know more about the life of Jesus, to give us greater insights about who Jesus was. In our second reading today, it says that no one can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And in the Gospels, Elizabeth calls Jesus Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit at the visitation. Maybe in our prayer, in our inner room, we ask that we might have a stronger conviction of Jesus as Lord and also as Son of Mary. Maybe as we pray in the inner room, in our gospel today, it tells us that Jesus breathes on them the Holy Spirit and tells them to forgive sins. And as we persevere in prayer with Our Lady, maybe she helps us to become more aware of certain sins that we might have in our life, sins that we should bring to the sacrament of reconciliation. As we gather tonight for Holy Mass, it's almost like our own upper room, and it's believed that where, the, where that cenacle, that upper room was, is the very same place where the apostles gathered to celebrate the Eucharist on the night of the Last Supper. And right now, we're gathered in a quasi-upper room. And the Holy Spirit will descend on the gifts of bread and wine, transforming them into the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus. The Holy Spirit that fell upon the apostles on that first Pentecost comes to us again today. And that same Holy Spirit is the one we've received in confirmation. And as we continue to invite the Holy Spirit into our liturgy today, may that also be the prayer in our homes, that the Holy Spirit might come and dwell in that room where we pray, that our Father who sees us in secret will send us that gift of the Holy Spirit.